You are listening to Feast Radio, bringing God's love and grace on air. Listen to significant and heartfelt messages you can reflect on and pray about. May this message help prepare you to face challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself up to God's unlimited blessings. May the Lord bless you and keep you whatever you're doing right now. And may His face shine upon you. That was a wonderful song, wonderful worship. And that is also our prayer to you. Whatever your situation is right now, may His face shine upon you. Let us pray our favorite prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Together, today I receive all of God's love for me. Today I open myself by limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today I open myself to God's word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today, I proclaim that I am God's beloved. I am God's servant. I am God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. One big message of this talk is this. God wants to restart your life. God wants to restart your life. Let me tell you a funny story from my very good friend. I'll tell you who he is later. Pero ito ang kwento niya. In the 1990s, he bought a homemade owner jeep. Alam niyo yung owner jeep? Yung parang aquarium, yung, yung gano'n na nakikita kayo sa loob. No? Owner. Bumili ng owner na homemade. Inassemble ni Manong doon sa kanyang talyer. So, binili niya. Tapos, pag tinignan mo talaga yung jeep niya, talagang... Kasing tanda ni MacArthur. Kailanan niyo ba si MacArthur? Young people watching now, remember your history. MacArthur. Ha? Bakit? Kasi tanda ni MacArthur. Kasi yung mga parte ng kanyang kotse, no? yung scraps niya, yung mga parts, ay talagang dating back to World War II. Imagine ninyo, ha? Okay. So, ang sinabi niya dun sa gumagawa, Si Manong, sinabi niya, Manong, ang gusto kong owner, yung sarado. <laughs> Oo, may pintuan. Ganon. So, yun ang ginawa ni Manong. Pero may request pa siya, sabi niya, ang gusto kong owner, aircondition. Yung mga alamang owner dito, walang aircon ng owner eh. May owner ako noon eh, ganyan din panahon. Pero itong kaibigan ko, talagang pina-aircon niya yung kanyang owner. Tapos sinabi pa niya, specifically instructed ng anong malakas na aircon. Ha? So, ang in-install na aircon doon na kanyang owner ay baking klaseng aircon. So, napakalamig sa loob talaga. Ha? So, imagine niyo. Tapos ito pa, itong kaibigan ko talaga. Ang gusto niyang kulay ng owner niya, 
Kasi ang owner, silver yan eh. Parang yero. Ang kulay niyang owner niya, puti. Puti. Tapos napakalamig sa loob. Kaya alam niyo, ang tawag niya sa owner niya, ref. Ref ang tawag niya sa owner niya. Grabe. Pero ito, the only good thing about that owner type jeep niya was the aircon. Everything else was a disaster. At alam niyo kung ano ang top speed ng owner? Top speed, ha? 40 kilometers per hour. Ganun. Kabilis o kabagal, no? Ngayon, pag ito'y bumilis, bilis pa ng konti. Alam niyo, sabi niya, nangyayari sa jeep niya, sa owner niya, nag-shake daw. Sobrang shake. Tapos may mga natatanggal-tanggal na dun sa kanyang owner. Kaya sabi niya, nako, itong owner ko, mahirap talaga. Sabi niya, kung hindi ako mauhuli, hindi ako mauhuli ng speeding eh. Mauhuli ako, littering. <laughs> Para siya nagtatapon. Nagtatapon Tapos, he kept bringing the jeep back to Manong for repairs. Every other week. Alam nyo, feeling niya. Dahil pabalik-balik niyang binabalik yung kanyang owner dito sa talyer na to, na pag-aral na niya ang apat na anak ni Manong sa college. Imagine. Tapos ito pa sabi niya, matampuhin ang jeep ko. Matampuhin. Bakit? Bakit matampuhin ang jeep mo? Nakaw, sabi niya, pag nagda-drive daw siya, tapos big niya nakita, merong dumaan na magandang kotse. Alam mo, sabi niya, nasasabi niya, nabubulong niya. Sana yun na lang ang binili kong kotse. Pag sinabi niya yun, nagtatampo yung jeep, biglang tumitigil yung makina. Grabe, tapos sinasabi niya, joke lang, joke lang, ha? Hindi, hindi, hindi totoo yun. Binibiro lang kita. Sumaandar ulit. Matampuhin. ang jeep na ito. But one day, he had it. Sabi niya, tama na. Why? Because he was pushing the jeep more than driving it. Lumalaki na yung mga biceps niya at saka mga muscles niya sa pampa. Ah, bakit? Kakatulak sa jeep na ito. So, one day, binalik niya ang jeep kay Manong at sabi niya kay Manong, Manong, kung ikaw ang may-ari ng jeep na to, anong gagawin mo? Alam mo, ang ginawa sa kanya ni Manong, inakbayan siya. Tapos inilayo siya sa jeep. So sabi niya, bakit, bakit tayo lumayo sa jeep? Sabi ni Manong, baka marinig, magtampo. <laughs> Tapos ito sabi ni Manong, alam mo, kinukonsensya na talaga ako. Sabi niya dito sa kaibigan ko. Sabi ni Manong, inaabuso na kita, kaka-repair. Hindi niya kailangan ng repair. Dineretso na siya ni Manong. Hindi kailangan ni ref nung jeep mo ang repair. Ang kailangan niya, posporo. Sunugin mo na yan. <laughs> at saka, sabi ni Mano, at saka, okay na. Na-graduate na yung bunso ko sa college. So, salamat sa iyo, ha? Bili ka na ng bagong kotse. Yun ang sinabi sa kanya. Grabe, no? Grabe experience ang kaibigan ko. Itago na lang natin ang kaibigan ko sa pangalang Bo Sanchez, di ba? So, so, yan ang jeep ni Bo Sanchez noong 1990. Brothers and sisters, my dear friends, there are times repairs or ritoke won't do it. It won't. Repairing it, it it's not working. 
Are you frustrated now because you've been trying to fix things? Things in your life. Changing this habit. Changing that habit. Repairing this area. Repairing that area. But so far, you are still stuck. Like nothing is happening, di ba? And you feel very discouraged right now. But I've got good news for you. This is the good news. God doesn't just want to repair. God wants to restart your life. He wants to give you a total replacement, a total overhaul, a brand new you. And today, He is telling you His word. From Ezekiel 36 verse 26, He says, I will give you a new heart. And I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. My dear friends, God wants to restart your life. Will you allow Him? Will you allow God to do that to you? Today, just open your heart to Him. Yep. Yep. Minsan, di na kailangan ng repair. Di na kaya. Di kaya na ritoke. Kailangan ng restart. God knows your situation now. Let Him speak to your situation, okay? Let Him. Let's come to prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you for this time you have given us. Thank you for this that I am watching, listening. I pray, O oh God, that you speak to me, to my situation, to what I need to hear. And then, Lord, don't just speak. I need your touch. I need you in my life today. And I believe I will receive your miracles. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thy word. Is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thank you, Lord. Speak to your people as always. As I before I continue this talk, let me exhort you in your giving. I invite you to continue, encourage you to continue giving. Itong pagbibigay niyo ay binibigay niyo hindi. Sa amin, ito'y binibigay niyo sa Panginoon. And these are the ways you can give to our ministry. To the feast in Dasmarinas, I know you're listening right now. You have your own account there. You know what to, where to give. And just give because you are giving to the Lord. Yep, kahit minsan gusto mong hawakan ng pera mo, di ba? Bakit? Kasi, baka maubos. Alam mga trabaho. But you know, once you release it to God, you're telling God, Lord, I trust you more, more than my wealth. And if you continue to do that, believe me, you will live a peaceful life and you will live in abundance. And so I encourage you, continue giving, brothers and sisters. And may the Lord bless you as you give. And may he give this back to you a thousandfold. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. Amen. Today, we enter a new section in our study of Matthew. We call it The Clash. Pakita natin yun. Yung ating title mismo. Yan. Yan ang series natin ngayon. The Clash. Bakit Clash? Because it's about the aggravating events that led to the crucifixion of Jesus and which is why the talk today is called Prophet versus Provocateur. Because Jesus provoked a lot. Ang tanong, why did he not do it gently? Diba? Bakit pinuprovoke niya yung mga tao kaya tuloy siya ipinatay? You know why? Because God didn't want to repair. He wanted to restart. So in today's key passage, Jesus did three dramatic actions. Okay? First is His entrance to Jerusalem. Ito yung palaspas. Alala nyo? Second, cleansing of the temple. Ito yung nagwala siya dun sa templo. And third, He cursed a fig tree. So let us go to Act 1. His royal entrance to Jerusalem. If you study the structure of Matthew's Gospel, it's Jesus' long journey to Jerusalem. Oh, si Jesus parang bumabiyahe, parang may pinupuntahan saan? To His death, where? In Jerusalem. And in chapter 21, nandiyan na tayo, chapter 21, He finally arrives. And what an arrival! You need to talk about a grand entrance. This is a grand entrance. Ako, para malaman ninyo, I am a world wrestling entertainment, WWE fan ako. Mahilig ako ng wrestling. Hindi pa ako nagsiserve kay Lord. Nanunood na ako ng wrestling. At sa lahat ng napanood ko, the best entrance of all is Undertaker. Ah, mga kilala dito si Undertaker. Si Undertaker, mga six, seven and a half lang naman yan. Malaking tao yan, long hair, nakakatakot ng itsura. Pero galing ng entrance. Alam niyo kung paano siya pumasok sa ring? Punpuno ng tao. Tapos, andun yung kalaban niya, hinihintay siya. Biglang, ganito siya mag-entrance. Magba-brown out, sabay ng bell. Tang! Patay ilaw. Alam mo, lahat ng tao, sigawa na. Tapos wala kang makita, blackout talaga. Blackout, blackout na blackout. Nag-bell lang ha, teng, blackout. Tapos sigawan mga tao. After seven seconds, pagbukas ng ilaw, nandun na siya sa ring, nakatayo, sa harap ng kalaban. That is grand entrance. Si Jesus, nag-grand entrance din. And it made the people so excited. May mga palas pa sila. May mga balabal silang inano nila parang red carpet. But you will be confused if you have been joining us in the Gospel of Matthew and you've been reading Matthew. You will find here a different kind of Jesus. Kasi in the past chapters, when Jesus healed the leper, he said to the leper in Matthew 8 verse 4, Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. When he healed the two blind men, he also said, Don't tell anyone. When Peter declared he was the Messiah, he said, Don't tell anyone. In Matthew 16 verse 10. And then when he was transfigured, remember in Matthew 17 verse 9, he said the exact words, Don't tell anyone. You know, Bible scholars call this the Messianic secret. 
messianic secret, sikreto ito. So for three years, Jesus didn't want to attract the attention of the authorities. Kaya ikot siya ng ikot eh. Tapos huwag kang maingay, huwag sasabihin. Mahalis siya. But in Jerusalem, there was no more hiding. Enough is enough. Magpapakita na ako kung sino ako talaga. And Matthew 21 verses 1 to 3, this is our reading today. As Jesus and the disciples approached Jerusalem, they came to the town of Bethpage on the Mount of Olives. Jesus sent two of them on ahead. Go into the village over there, he said. As soon as you enter it, you will see a donkey tied there with its colt beside it. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone asks what you are doing, just say, the Lord needs them. And he will immediately let you take them. What's the meaning of this? This will all prearrange. This was all prearranged, all intentional. Jesus wanted to ride the donkey. Pero alam mo yung gustong kunin ko dung salita, yung sinabi ni Lord. The Lord needs them. Kailangan ni Lord. Let me talk to you. If you feel like you're unworthy to serve the Lord, and you feel like you're a donkey, I want you to tell yourself these words, okay? The Lord needs me. As illogical as this may sound, God humbles Himself to need us. Diba? Can you type that? Type in your screen. Your Come on. The Lord needs me. Go, 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 go. I want that from you. The Lord needs me. Go, go. Yan. Kailangan mo sabihin yan. Kasi, Baka minsan nangihina ka na, dami kong kasalanan. The Lord needs you. O kaya feeling mo, Lord, I am unworthy. Bakit? Hindi naman ako mag... The Lord needs you. Again, God humbled Himself to need us. The Lord needs you. Yeah, clear that, my dear friends. The Lord needs you. The Lord needs you. Ang daming tao... Kailangan ng Panginoon. And the Lord is telling you now, I need you. Go to them. Let them feel my love for them. Help them. The Lord needs me. Declare that to the world. Now, let us see what happens next. Ano nangyari, Susun? This took place, 4 verse 4 to 7, huh? This took place to fulfill the prophecy that said, tell the people of Jerusalem, Look, your king is coming to you. He is humble, riding on a donkey, riding on a donkey's colt. The two disciples did as Jesus commanded. They brought the donkey and the colt to him and threw their garments over the colt and he sat on it. Alam nyo, in ancient times, kings, they rode horses and donkeys. Mga hari, ganyan. Ito na, a horse... If a king rode to battle, okay? Pag sumakay sa kabayo, gera ang pupuntahan. If a king rode a donkey, he rode in peace. Jesus was coming as the king of peace. By riding on a donkey, he was saying, ito ang sinasabi niya, I am king and I am building my up Upside down 
kingdom. Remember? Upside down king. Baliktad. Lahat ng intindi niyo sa hari. Ibang iba to. And look at the timing of Jesus. Jesus came at Passover. The most important feast in the Jewish calendar. You know, according to the historians, ancient Jerusalem had around 30,000 residents. But during Passover, it swelled to 180,000. Alam niya ang timing. Maraming tao ngayon. Diyan ako pupunta. Verse 8 to 9, it says, Most of the crowd spread their garments on the road ahead of him, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Ayan na ang palaspas. Jesus was in the center of the procession, and the people all around him were shouting, Praise God! For the Son of David, blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. If you were an ancient Jew, you will easily connect the dots. Kuang ko hamo. Bakit? Because you know the Old Testament history. This also happened before. In 2 Kings chapter 9, verse 13, si King Jehu did that. Meron pa, Simon Maccabeus. You will find it in 1 Maccabees 13.51. Ganyan din ang ginawa. And now, Jesus did it. Jesus was proclaiming himself as king. So, can you imagine how that provoked the priest and the Romans? Grabe! That is why they crucified him. Grabe, di ba? Acts chapter 2. Act 2, sorry. Act Ano yung aktu? The cleansing of the temple. Ito yung nususunod. Verse 12 to 13. Jesus entered the temple and began to drive out all the people buying and selling animals for sacrifice. He knocked over the tables of the money changers and the chairs of those selling doves. He said to them, the scriptures declare, my temple will be called a house of prayer, but you have turned it into a den of thieves. May temper problem ba to si Lord? Galit ba siya sa panahon na ito? I don't think so. Tayo, we won't get it. Modern people, di ba? But let me remind you of what I've been talking about since we studied Matthew. 21 months ago na tayo nag-umpisa. It is called the Prophetic Street Theater. Ano yun? Street theater was a standard tool in a prophet's toolbox. Great prophets like Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Hosea used this in proclaiming their message. Ang tawag prophetic street theater. Huh? Oh, I'll give you an example. Isaiah 20. Mamaya basahin nyo ha. Magugulat kayo. Mapapaganito kayo. Oh, ano nangyari dun? Isaiah 20. Just to emphasize the prophet's point, they use prophetic theater. In Isaiah 20, you will see Isaiah, the prophet, walk around naked for three years. Just to emphasize a specific message. Imagine, propeta, biglang lalabas, nakahubad. Banal na tao. Ano nangyari? Tapos alam mo sasabihin niya, ganito ang mangyayari sa inyo pag hindi kayo nagbago. Ganon. Tatlong taon. Imagine. I thank God I am not 
Isaiah. Sisipunin po ako. <laughs> Jesus cleansing the temple was a prophetic theater. Ibig sabihin, kailangan niyang gawin. Bakit? Meron siyang gustong sabihin sa bayan ng Israel. And as king, Jesus was going against the corruption of the temple. Why do I say corruption of the temple? Pag, ano, ano yung tinanggal ni Jesus? Sinira niya. Selling doves. Alam niyo, doves were used mostly by the poor as sacrifices. If you go to the temple, you have to sacrifice. You buy doves. But doves sold in the temple market were sold 15 times higher. And guess who owned the doves or the stalls selling doves? The priests and their family pinagkikitaan ang templo ng mga ito. Which brings us to that act of Jesus. And brings us to the next act of Jesus. Cursing the fig tree. You won't understand this story unless you connect it with the cleansing of the temple. So you cannot read it as is. You have to connect it with the cleansing of the temple. And this is what happened in verse 18 to 19 of Matthew 21. In the morning, as Jesus was returning to Jerusalem, he was hungry and he noticed a fig tree beside the road. He went over to see if there were any figs, but there were only leaves. Then he said to it, may you never bear fruit again. And immediately the fig tree withered up. Why did Jesus do this? Bad mood talaga si Lord. Nagalit na ng sumpapa. Wala namang ginagawa yung puno. Nakaganon lang. Biglang nadamay. Di ba? Nangyari na ba sa'yo yan? Nadamay ka? Wala namang ginagawa? Bad mood ba si Lord? No. This is very symbolic. Because every Jew, now you will understand, every Jew knew that the fig tree was a symbol of Israel. Symbol of the people of God. And Israel was no longer bearing fruit, just leaves. Got it? So the two dramatic actions, the cleansing of the temple, the cursing of the fig tree, had the same message. Israel had a lot of religious activities and dami. It had a beautiful temple. It had great feasts like Passover where thousands of people come, but they were all leaves. It was all appearance. There were no real fruits. And that is why you cannot repair Israel. You need to restart it. Israel needed a new king and a new upside-down kingdom where the poor and the broken and sinners are loved. Remember yung jeepney bow. Ang saya niya. Bakit? Ang lakas ng aircon niya eh. Pero may nakakalimutan siya. Ano yun? Yung mismong makina ng jeep. At lahat. Pwede kasing, oy, komportable ako sa loob ng jeep ko ha. Okay na ako. Pero, palagi nasisira yung buong jeep. That is like the religious leaders of Jesus' day. We make the same mistake with our faith today. How? 
Look at this. We get so preoccupied with the extras, we forget the essentials. Yung mahalaga talaga. Our religious activities are wonderful. Ay, hindi yan masama. Gusto natin yan. They are like air condition. Di ba? Di ba tayo pag nagda-drive time, 99% of the time, naka-aircon na tayo ngayon eh. But if the engine is not working, kahit ho anong lamig ng aircon nyo, useless. Kasi hindi kayo umaandar. In the same way, all my religious activities are useless. If I don't bear the fruit of what? Of God's love in my life. If I am selfish, all my religiosity is garbage. And you know, been serving God for a long time, the more I understand this upside-down kingdom of Jesus, the more <laughs> I get disturbed. I would like to share with you honestly lang, huh? Uh, minsan sa aking panalangin when I pray, sa ko, Lord, ang daming tao, wala nang pag-asa. Lalo na sa panahon ngayon, parang wala nang pag-asa ang mga tao. Tapos ako, puno ng pag-asa. Pag-asa sa iyo. Kaya sa ko, Lord, show me how to share hope. Show me how to share your love to them. And yun ang aking panalangin. Parang hindi ako papayag na ako okay. Tapos yung iba, hinahanap si Lord. Tapos ako, Kasama ko si Lord, di ba? You know, that is why I kept sharing hope to people. I've been sharing God to a lot of people. And you, servants of Feast at Home, servants of the other ministries that we do, I, I ask you, come on, join me. Why? Let us share hope to others. It is disturbing us. It should disturb us already that you have friends who are lonely right now and you watching Feast at Home, you're so blessed. You're so happy. Grabe, buti na may Feast at Home. Buti na lang may ganito. Let God disturb you. So let us share hope to people. Kaya ako, hindi ako tumitigil. Tuloy-tuloy. Quare start. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Hindi yan madali. Nakapagod yan. Umagang kay Gogna, the podcast. Sige lang. TikTok, daily post. My gosh, every day I post. Since February. Hindi ako tumitigil. Bakit? Just wanna give laughter to people, hope to people. Just wanna share that, yes, there is life. Buhay ang Diyos. Peace at home. Meron pa. Maraming gutom. Let's feed them. Our feed program. This Saturday, we fed 500 families. Grabe. Wala ako masyadong ano dun sa feed, ha? Nag-re-raise lang ako funds. The rest of our servants are the one going there, looking for where do we give? Who are the really poor? And many more. You are doing that as well. And that is why the kingdom demands an overhaul of our purpose. A total transformation of why we wake up every morning. You know, instead of living for ourselves, let us live for others. And believe me, only God can restart your life. Please allow Him. Because God can restart your life. That is why this restart demands a miracle. Because only God can restart your life. And that restart 
can only happen through the cross of Jesus. Jesus died so you can rise to a new life. That is why St. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. Years ago, there was an old guy attending a prayer meeting. Attend sa prayer meeting. Tapos sa end of prayer meeting, ano yan eh? Petition prayer. Tapos antok, tatayo ang lahat, tapos magdadasal na malakas. Lahat ng petition, lahat ng nais mo kay Lord. So yung mga tao may sinisigaw, Lord, galmutin niyo po yung anak ko. Ganun. There was one old guy, every prayer meeting, community na niya to, ha? pupunta siya doon. Tapos sa petition, isisigaw niya to. Sabi niya, Lord, fill me. Fill me, Lord. Punuin mo ako. Fill me, Lord. Ganun siya. Every week. But that was a prayer meeting. Pero the next day, this guy, he falls back to sin. Oh, alam nung mga tao sa community, nahuhuli nila, nagsusugal, masungit, ganun. Nahipag-away sa kapitbahay. So, ito mga tao sa community... Kinakausap siya, hindi siya nagbabago. Pero every petition, ang sigaw niya, Fill me, Lord! Fill me, Lord! Ganon. So one prayer meeting, petition time, sabi niya, Fill me, Lord! Fill me, Lord! May hindi na nakatiis na isang babae sa likod, kasama niya sa community. Hindi nakatiis, sumigaw din. Anong sabi? Don't fill him, Lord! Don't fill him, Lord! He leaks. He leaks. Tumutulo. Huwag niyo nang punoin. Tumutulo. Brothers and sisters, we all leak. That is why we need an overhaul from God. And believe me, God wants to restart your life. My prayer is that you allow Him. Yes, allow Him. Ang tagal mo nang ginagawa, hindi naman nag-work. Yung kasungitan mo, hindi nag-work. Eh. Yung, yung kakuriputan mo, it's not working. Yung galit mo na hawak it's not working. Tell God, Lord, I want to restart. Dami ko nang nagre-retoke lang ako, Panginoon. Hindi nag-work. Surrender your life now and let the Lord restart your life. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Subscribe to Feast Radio and open yourself to God's grace. For more podcasts like these, visit feast.ph radio.